With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah! All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Off the Rail Show on the OFD Podcast. I am your host, Site Manager, Emperor, Supreme Warlord, and Defender of that faith, y'all. Joshua Voles on OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation Network. Woo! It is Michigan Week. Look, I have, first of all, I apologize. I know many of you probably been wondering where my glorious voice has been at. It has been a busy as sin week, but, uh, I know everyone enjoyed the, the podcast that Jude and, and Brendan put together this earlier this week. That was really well done. Uh, Brendan, uh, someone who I have known on Twitter for, uh, God, man, at least a decade. I, I mean, for a long, long time, uh, Joined the staff recently and has uh, <laughs> has been making his mark, uh, you know, with with an exclamation point uh, this week. Brendan is a Ann Arbor native, lives in Ann Arbor, and uh, and certainly this week means a lot to him and and has really uh, turned out the goods on the site this week. So, but yeah, it's Michigan week. I. It's hard to, uh, <laughs> I mean, you, if you can't get up for this as a fan, I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what, um, what alternate universe that you're living in, but this is a big week. It's a giant week. I don't care if Notre Dame was, you know, one in five or Michigan was one in five or whatever. It does, it does, doesn't matter. This is a, this is a game that, uh, that, we all love to hate, and uh, we are about 36 hours away from me recording this uh, for kickoff. So yeah, it's been a busy week. I, I wanted to take a minute uh, or two or 30 or whatever, however long it's going to take, and just ramble. My classic rambling style as a rambler. 
Yes, that is a that is a play back on Notre Dame's original. Uh, I don't know if it was original, but at least that's what they were called, the Ramblers. So yeah, we're just we're gonna ramble. I just got back, <clears throat> dropping the kids off at school, and uh, it was it was school spirit day. So they're supposed to wear their their school colors. Now, our school does a thing where uh, it, it, it's like Harry Potter. You know, the, they're the aces, right? So there's four aces cards, and they, so there's four houses in the school, and you're split, kind of split up that way, blah blah blah. And you wear cut, you get points for things. So, you know, the kids are supposed to wear school colors today: red, black, and white. Nope, nope. I, I had, a, I put my foot down as a parent. Absolutely not. Not today. We live in the four one nine. All right, that's Northwest Ohio. It is a weird country. <clears throat> Notre Dame, Michigan, Ohio State. And Notre Dame is the minority. So, nope. I sent my kids to school with, you know, Kevin Plank and Jack Swarbrick be happy with their Under Armour gear. They are Notre Dame'd up. They got to let the Michigan people know what's happening. That's what, I, that's what I told the boys last night. I put four loads of laundry folded and away in the closet and all that stuff last night had the boy sitting on my bed know what we we're doing watching Notre Dame Michigan games put on that YouTube get, click up them highlights can only do it for so long because Dylan was so hype he's tackling you know just kept spearing Ryan so we're pumped man we're, we're psyched everyone should be geeked this, this is going to be this is a, a defining game for Notre Dame this year Yes, uh, Michigan is not what everyone hyped up to be. <laughs> Imagine that. Michigan's not as good as what they said they were going to be in the preseason. Mm. Yeah, that's like every year, so it's fine. It's fine. It's a little strange. Notre Dame's playing them in October, late October. First time since 1943. But, you know, and, and so most seasons, we have really no idea how overhyped Michigan is, right? Like we, you know, they're overhyped, but in September, you don't, you're not exactly sure what degree that they're overhyped. By October, we got a pretty good damn idea, and it was quite a bit, right? Like Michigan was like the oh, they're the Big Ten favorite, yada yada yada. <laughs> Watch what Ohio State's doing down at Columbus, and you're like. They're pretty good. They're probably going to beat Michigan 70 to four. They just took a couple safeties for that little bit. I don't know. But yeah, it's they're They were overhyped. I mean, it's not a big surprise. Does that mean that they're terrible? I mean, they're Michigan, so they'll always be terrible, but no, they, you know, they still have, there is still the, the threat of, there's definitely the threat of the oh shit, you know, up in Ann Arbor. We've seen this too many times. And that's what we keep hearing, right? Like, I, I'm a big listener of, you know, the Irish Illustrated podcast, you know, Tim, Tim, and Pete. And I think they even pointed it out themselves. Yeah, it's They've been pretty, not down on Notre Dame, but... They're, they're, you know, a little wary of what's going to go on Saturday. I don't blame them. I mean, this, the history of this series is, 
is full of, uh, ugh, you know, on both sides, especially up in Ann Arbor. Well, time to get up for it. You know, this is, you know, the schedule is not pretty this year for Notre Dame, right? Like, it isn't anything to write home about. It's not, There's nothing inherently evil about it. There's nothing <laughs> inherently good about it. It just, the schedule is what it is. The best team on your schedule, you lost. It was on the road. I mean, you're... Before the season started, the big talk was, you know, your your three biggest games of the year are probably, you know, are your are three road games. Georgia, Michigan, Stanford. Stanford is in a weird space right now, and they definitely do not look uh, the part. Georgia, you went down and lost. It was a valiant effort, and it was, you know... It, could I mean you had your chances to win the game and you didn't. On the road it was an incredible atmosphere. Uh but you know didn't pull it out. You, you absolutely Notre Dame absolutely has to go up to Ann Arbor and pull this out. And this has nothing to do with the playoffs. That is so up in the air, that is so out of out of hands, out of control that it, mentioning it just it doesn't it's not going to do any good. There's to be if Notre Dame wants to go to the college football playoff, they have to win out. They probably need to do so impressively. They need some other things to happen around the country, and so once you add that last one of other teams around the country had to do something else, that's when you just you just kind of sit you got to sit back and not worry too much about it. I mean, if you want to focus on something, focus on the fact Notre Dame can go. 11 and 1. Get to a major bowl. Get that major bowl monkey off your back. You know, that'd still be a successful season. I mean, I'm down. I would have signed up for that in July. Go ahead and tell me Notre Dame can 11 and 1, win a major bowl game, make some 12 and 1. That makes Notre Dame twenty four and two over the last two seasons. Yeah, I'll, I'll sign up for that. So that's why I'm not too incredibly down about the playoff situation. That's okay. It's a different world now. It's not. It's not the same ball game. And if it was, I'm, I doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. So what lies ahead for Notre Dame are the Skunk Bears of Ann Arbor. Their crazy as fuck head coach Jim Harbaugh, who is just I just, I, <laughs> I I say this a lot about things like I just don't get it I don't get anything about Jim Harbaugh the allure. I mean Notre Dame gets blasted, you know, nationally about kind of being behind the you know behind the times and. And, you know, it's Notre Dame and, and whatever they, you know, some of the shit they say. Michigan is like the, I mean, that is the ultimate, like, program stuck in time. It's, and how Michigan, and I, I, I said this earlier this week, and, I, and I've been saying it, and 
I've heard other people say it lately. It's I just don't understand how Michigan is even considered. I mean, I don't know about a blue blood, but like, how are they considered like a blue blood? How are they considered like a national title contender? What the, I mean, they're just, you know, like someone that can be in the, like a, a program that can be in the hunt for one. They've never been that. They are a, I want to win the Big Ten and go to the Rose Bowl and lose program. Jim Harbaugh comes from that, like, like that's try, trying to like make a progressive school, but yet you're grabbing like, I don't know. I maybe I'm, I'm going to get my analogies all screwed up, so I'll just stop right there. <laughs> but I mean, you're just, you're grabbing, you know, Bo Schembechler's like number one fan to be your head coach. And you know, you're, you're all just fucking ecstatic that he's doing all this stuff. And he looks like he's like, boom, bring Bo back. Yep. Yeah. Do your mediocre shit. The M doesn't stand for Michigan. It stands for mediocre. Because if you're not trying to win it all, if your goal isn't down that line to try to win it all, then what the hell are you doing? Why do you get the status of a national program? It's stupid. So what does Notre Dame have to do Saturday? And what what do they have to do to go up to Ann Arbor and walk out with a win? Look, the weather is going to be nasty, right? Even if it's not raining during the game, which I think it's actually supposed to, it, it's going to be nasty. I mean, this does have hints of 2006 in East Lansing. I don't know if it's because of the state or I don't know. But I start thinking about night games in the in the Mitten State, and that's the first thing that comes <laughs> up in my head. Uh, night games rain in the Mitten State. Mm, yeah, two thousand six. But Notre Dame has to go up there and be able to play their game. They are finally healthy. Jafar Armstrong uh, <laughs> has been declared healthy for the second time in in three weeks. Uh, obviously, that wasn't going to be the case against USC. Um, they tried to look like a wee bit, uh, but uh, sorry, lad, you still had a couple of weeks to go. And that's fine. Didn't need him. Tony Jones Jr., 176 yards. It was fine. It was fine. We're fine. Sean Crawford, coming back this year. I mean, look, and Sean Crawford and Jafar Armstrong probably represent two of your most flexible players on both sides of the ball for Notre Dame. You know, Jafar Armstrong, now they can do a whole bunch of two-back set that they want to do. Against Louisville, they did like five, they came out in two-back sets five times. They've done it like seven, maybe a few more, but seven or nine times or something like that since. It's because of Jafar Armstrong. When Jafar Armstrong went down, Against Louisville, I mean, you don't have to, this wasn't that long ago. Everyone was, I mean, all the beat writers, I was there in Louisville. You're looking around wondering, like, what are they going to do now? Jafar Armstrong was such a huge part of what Notre Dame wanted to do on offense this season that him going down, you know, in the first series threw a huge monkey wrench. Now, did Notre Dame have a plan for that? 
mostly, but not maybe exactly that night. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, they had, they've, they've been doing just fine. They've been fine. They're fine. But now you get them back. So now you've got more options on the offensive side of the football. Two back sets. Tony Jones and him. You, you can throw Armstrong out into motion, out as a receiver. There's all sorts of crap you can do. How much they can get away or how much they can do, you know, with some serious, you know, rain monsoon style stuff coming down. I don't know. I don't even know if it's supposed to be like monsoon style. I, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. They're fine. Sean Crawford. I mean, he was, that was a big concern going up against USC. Is that, you know, you re, with that receiving core, you really wanted your, your guys out there and, you know, can do it. Now he's back. Kelly said he's, you know, he's involved and, you know, they're going to need him. There's all sorts of stuff within the nickel package and the nine and just coverage wise and rotation wise and it, a lot of stuff that uh, Notre Dame likes to do and, you know, what Clark Lee wants to do, get a little bit more of that back with Crawford. So they're healthy. They're good. They're coming off of a bye. They're coming off of a big ass win over their rival, USC. Notre Dame is in a great spot mentally, physically. Michigan coming off of getting beat <laughs> on the, you know, on the road at night. And I, I don't know how much that's going to play into anything come, you know, kickoff on Saturday. But if Notre Dame can jump out a little bit, I, I don't know if, I mean, maybe Michigan thinks that they, hey, they were down 21 nothing on the road. You know, they can stay in it. I don't know. Notre Dame's just, they have to bury Michigan and try to do it early. Take the crowd out. Take them out. Just let them know they ain't doing jack and shit. I think that I think Notre Dame could absolutely do it. I know uh, the popular picks this week among like you know a lot of the media are these are <clears throat> one score games, and I get it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last I mean last year Notre Dame beat the dog crap out of Michigan, and it was still a one score game. That's how these games go. I get it. But I just think Notre Dame is, they're just a whole lot better than Michigan. And especially right now. But they got to get up for this. This isn't going to be a cakewalk. This isn't going to be, you know, one of those games where they can kind of sleepwalk their way into finding themselves where it is. They got to get the fuck up right away. You know, they should be walking around this week. Look at Notre Dame and Michigan have been, has been a rivalry game. Night, you know, 1978, everything gets really started, right? Like everything prior to 1978 is just like, just a whole lot of spice, right? It's, it's the, it's the preamble. Once 1978 hit and Notre Dame and Michigan started playing on the regular, that's when it, that's when you, that's the roast beast. 
All right. I was born in 1978. Four weeks later, Notre Dame, Michigan started their, you know, their regular series. This game's big to me. I fucking hate them. Been living in Northwest Ohio since uh, January 1st, 1988 or 1989. I hear it all the time. I went to school in Ypsilanti, right next to Ann Arbor. Went to college at Eastern. This game's big to me. It's big to Notre Dame. We want to play it off, but this is a huge game. This is a shut your mouth, you know, if you don't play Michigan, right? If you don't play them, you can't, I mean, it's no fun to talk shit about them. Play them, beat them, talk shit about them. That's fun. But this isn't a rant about, you know, putting them on the schedule or putting them not. I'm just explaining there is 40 years of absolute fucking hate involved in this game. The guys should be walking around the Goog. They should be looking at these these players, all these Notre Dame players that have been around, that have played in this game, that have bled in this game, that have cried, that have died, that have everything they have laid on the on the line against Michigan. They should be looking at these guys' pictures and put it into their heads, put it into their hearts, that they're not going to fucking let them down. This is the last game for the foreseeable future for Notre Dame, Michigan. Somehow, some way, they need to look inside themselves, pull that out, and realize they cannot, cannot, cannot let their school, let their fans, more importantly, let each other down up at Ann Arbor. They got to pull their shit together, go up there. And beat the dog piss out of these bastards. Because that's what they deserve. Nothing else. Do you want to bury someone? I mean, do you want to absolutely bury a program? That's what they can do Saturday. And who better to do it against than Michigan? I did you got to get up for it. They absolutely have to get up for it. It's the chance to put your rival to cut their throats. I mean, this is the opportune moment. If Michigan loses this, it is as much as they play to the whole Big Ten thing. What, what do they got? That's what's great is that, you know, in a late October game, in, in September, then I don't think they feel the gut punch as much, right? When Notre Dame beats them. Because they're just so, they're all about the Big Ten. The Big Ten, the Big Ten. Oh my God, the Big Ten. It's all, oh my God, the Big Ten, the Rose Bowl. Got to get there. <laughs> That's what they're about. And, and I, I, I don't know. So, you know, Notre Dame beats them. And they're just looking forward to the Road Bowl. 
<laughs> you know what? They haven't been there. They just keep finishing third. And it's going to happen again this year. Wisconsin beat that ass. Penn State took care of business. They're not winning the Big Ten. There's nothing for them to really to look forward to. Right? This is a game that they could at least... If they beat Notre Dame, that's it would mean probably more to them than than it, a lot of the games they've where they played Notre Dame. This this is a t- they have nothing else to w- win, right? They just gotta if they can win this and blah 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 blah. So you take it to them, you beat that ass, and I mean you just deliver the death bell. I mean the, the death bell. You look you the death blow. You knocked him out. You knocked him the F out. This could be it. Now look, Michigan isn't going to fold up and quit playing football. <laughs> as funny as that sounds. But if Notre Dame goes up there, gets the W, you, you ended their season. And I can't think of anything more glorious than that. So it's a big week. It's a big week. You get a chance to go up to, you know, your enemy's house and and bury him. That uh, that's a good week. But you got to take that opportunity. I think Brian Kelly has done a really really fantastic job, especially since 2016. I think this program is absolutely prepared for these kind of games. Are they perfect? No, nobody is. I mean, we are just, we are not Alabama and that's fine. It just, it is what it is, right? But this program is considerably, I mean, it's not even close how much better that they are now than at any point, you know, in the last 25 years, this is a game that her name should take care of. Why Michigan was the favorite? I I understand. I understand when the betting odds came out. I get it. I mean, all you have to look at is like the home team wins, right? In this series, it's like it's like seventeen, sixteen, and one, or whatever the hell it is, is you know since nineteen seventy eight. It's an even series. Home team wins a lot. Night home teams win every time. So this is this this would break that. So I get I get why Michigan was favored. <laughs> Money comes into the picture. Notre Dame's favored, but this is a game Notre Dame absolutely can should win. The program is built for it. They're ready. Tunnel line. It's time to take care of business. No, this isn't Georgia on the road in Athens. And that's, that you had a chance to win that game. This is just another trip up Dan Arbor. This time, you're carrying the dagger. Can you get it done? All right. Well, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. 
like I said, I, I, I didn't have a chance to get on the podcast, uh, and, you know, talk over Jude and yell at Jude and, uh, <laughs> and do all the fun stuff we like to do this week. Um, but, uh, I, I wanted to take a few minutes to get on here. I got like, I got emotional this week with, with the kids. We talked, we talked a lot about Notre Dame, Michigan. It's a fun time. I'm really trying to, been trying to teach my sons, especially my oldest son, like about, you know, trying, like what is trying your hardest at things, you know, not just sports, but you know, everything. What, what is trying to do your best? What is giving it your all, you know, what is, you know, doing the hard thing instead of the easy thing. We've been trying to do those lessons this week. And so talking to him about Notre Dame, Michigan last night was, you know, trying to combine those lessons. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. We're pumped. We're ready. Ready to go. So definitely head over to the site, onefootdown.com. There's all sorts of good stuff up this week. All sorts of great stuff. We're ready for Saturday. There'll be more stuff. We'll have uh well, more fun. I mean, th- this is this is what college football is about. This is it's not about Notre Dame Bowling Green. It's not about Notre Dame Louisville. Notre Dame Michigan. That's what college football is all about, and we get that this week finally. So, please rate and review. You know, whether you go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, whatever. You download it there. <clears throat> Give us some feedback. I, I got some feedback, I, and I'm I'm planning on <clears throat> planning on addressing some of that stuff. I uh, got a few things I wanted to kind of build it up before I did anything, but um, so I'm I, I hear you. I hear you. So Notre Dame's gonna win. We'll leave it at that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, we're done. All right. Go Irish.